Hello, welcome back to Gambling Allocation Money. My name is Warners. This is Carlos. And we're back. Uh, last week did not feature an episode. I um, kind of uh, didn't have a profitable weekend, but I didn't lose. So, like, it's like when you put money on a uh, on an Asian total or, a, or an Asian handicap and, like, you push. And so, overall, like, the bets that I had made um, kind of each kind of was a wash. So not, not what you want, but better than losing, like way better than like having every bet you posted lose. Um, how did you do last weekend? Last weekend was a crazy ride for MLS. It was, I actually rightfully so decided to not do anything, not touch the weekend. And I'm glad. I did. Yeah. I mean, either, either you, um, you were lucky enough to bet some overs on, uh, on the uh, on the Philly game, on the Portland game, there's a lot of there's a lot of crazy games um, that just oh, yeah. happened over the weekend. But for every, I, I feel like for every wild game there was, there was also a zero zero stinker. Yeah, I saw you make a mention of uh, what was it? What is this? Argentina and Brazil. <laughs> yeah, three zero zero games. I mean, it's funny because, like, you have a, a game in Minnesota-Portland that cashed over 7.5. Uh, so that's eight goals in that one. Eight goals in Inter-Miami and Cincinnati. Six goals. Uh, Philadelphia scoring a touchdown on Houston Dynamo. Uh, you had San Jose and Salt Lake play to a 2-2 draw. And then everything else, I mean, uh, Montreal, Chicago, New England, Toronto, um, three zero zeros, man. So you get, you get three quality high scoring games and you get three terrible, like zero zeros, uh, Montreal, man. If Montreal had beaten New York city, who New York city put up one shot. Okay. Sorry. Two shots total. This is a franchise worst, uh, for, for NYCFC two shots total. Um, and Montreal could not find the win. If Montreal had one man, that would have been. A, a nice clean one thousand dollars as I made this uh, crazy, uh, you know, UFC, MLS um, free bet that I had gotten from DraftKings, um, and so it was the last leg. It, it, it lost, unfortunately. Um, it, the, the that would have been a, a crazy week. Everything from that from that slate of games would have been washed, like for a thousand yeah. times fold. <laughs> that would have been way too nice. But yeah, no, I'm glad I stepped away. I saw the. That first score and how drunk that game was, and I was like, "There's no way." <clears throat> Usually, the first game's a stinker, and then every everything else is like wild. But I guess the wild energy was used up right away. Yeah, and then also the the free pick once again cashes. Dallas beating uh, LA Galaxy one zero. Jovaljic man missed a penalty. I mean, uh, Martin, the the Dallas keeper, saved it, but. Uh, now Jovaljic, the the uh, the the Cabral stink is rubbing off on Jovaljic, because um, uh, he you know typically just scores at home. Now I haven't seen him score on the road. What are what are your thoughts on Jovaljic, the Galaxy? Is it time to just feel like maybe their start was a fluke? They they're finally out of the playoff spot. They're at uh, ninth place. They were around seventh for a while. I don't know. I'm interested to see how how and when. Um... This Ricky Puig guy comes in. Right, Some people may have heard of him. Yeah, I'm interested to see how that's going to go. But, again, it's just the Galaxy being the Galaxy. 
I think the the Dallas announcer went too hard on uh Yeah. Yo. <laughs> I did that was see hilarious. That he was he was clowning on him. That was that was wild, honestly, for him to just kind of tear into him in that way. Yeah. Um, but beside that, let's talk about the Western Conference a little bit, man. I kind of and we can talk about the East as well. Uh the East isn't so uh much as packed as it is in the West, man. But from the 11th place Vancouver to the 5th place Salt Lake lies about 11 points in kind of difference. Um, you know, Vancouver, Colorado, Galaxy, or Vancouver, Colorado, both a win away from, from being like looking into the playoffs. And they're going to have mm-hmm. to have some help on the way there. But, I mean, look at how tight it is here. RSL 5th with 34, Seattle behind with 32. Nashville tied with Seattle at 32 in seventh place. The Portland Timbers at 31 points. The Galaxy at 30. So the Galaxy dropping points is proven to be very fruitful for a lot of these other teams. It looks like, and I could be wrong, but it looks like LA and Austin FC are going to comfortably cruise into the playoffs at that one and two spot. Do you feel as though Austin might fall off? LA, you know, strong to win it there at first place, maybe in the Supporters Shield. What are your thoughts? I think that Austin is going to, yeah, they'll drop a point here and there, but they've proven to me that they're pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. When they drop off, they drop off. But I think, like last year, I saw that they, they were like one or two players away, and then they got a routine, and then everything's starting to sink in. Second year with all these, uh, with the team together, obviously. But I think the, those two will stay the same, and then... Outside of that, like I can see Minnesota dropping points. I can see Dallas dropping points. Um, If Dallas wasn't dropping so many points, they'd be comfortably in third place, not tied with Minnesota right now. Yeah, and that's the – I kind of had to do a double take to see Minnesota in third. I think think they're the most undeserving team at third place. The most unconvincing third place that I've ever seen is Minnesota United. Um, but they're getting the job done. And I mean, you look at, you look up and down the Western conference, it's very tight on over on the Eastern conference. It's not as tight. I mean, first place, Philadelphia with 45, second place, New York city with 42 and then tied for third. I mean, technically Montreal's third on goal differential, but Montreal and Red Bulls with 36. And then there's a steep drop off between fifth place, uh, Orlando with 30 points. And then all the way down to ninth place is new England with 27, I mean, Inter and Charlotte could probably make a case for themselves as well. I, uh, I, I imagine this is one of the most tight kind of conference. You know, uh, this is kind of one of the most tight, tightest the conference has been in a minute. Um, and I mean, aside from that, you got the bottom feeders of DC, Toronto, Atlanta, and then the bottom feeders of the West: Sporting, San Jose, and Houston Dynamo. Um, it feels fairly certain that none of those three, none of those six teams are going to make a comeback. What are your thoughts? I think the only team that's actually trying to make a comeback is Toronto, making all those signings and all those guys coming in. But outside of that, <clears throat> Atlanta's toothless. Well, um, well, let, let, well, Toronto right now is six points out of a playoff spot as it stands. Uh, if there was a line out there for Toronto to make the playoffs, are you taking it? Uh, probably not. Maybe like a sprinkle, but nothing to that. I'd say like, I'm heavily confident in it. Right. I'd have, I'd have to look at what their schedule looks like, but 
Who knows? If you were to pick a champion right now, who who who's got your eye? Oh man, I'm gonna rock with Philly. Philly, Philly, Philly. It's yeah. just the the culture that they got going on there, the way that they play. Jim Curtin is just solidified there. That that guy has my respect. Those the players that they've got going on. And then, you know, it's I guess uh Cerindolo just keeping the train going, but Dude, it's I have new to, guys out there. I'm going to have to eat crow because I really thought Sharundalo was not going to be the guy to, to do it for LAFC, but he's been proving me wrong. Um, I mean, I, I guess those are the, the clear favorites at this point, right? Yeah. Um, how do we feel about some of the other 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 teams? If you, were, if you were to take those guys away, who do you see as a real threat to, to – I mean, you could pick one from each conference, but uh, aside from Philly and, and L.A., is it is it really just Austin and NYC as the uh, I'd say the... Austin the uh, dark horse I don't know about NYC I'm not really convinced No I'm I not mean there's just anymore. like chugging along with some points here and there but <clears throat> even with Tati it was kind of like you know they'll... It took a while for them to really like get into their groove Yeah maybe shoot maybe we could repeat a sprinkle on Montreal who knows yeah, dude, I, I still hold firm that Montreal, like the XG will eventually even out in their favor. They I I quite love Montreal. I think uh I think anyone that's read the uh the blogs understands just how much they are kind of like that weird kind of dog team, but um for a dark horse, Montreal, you can't get any better than them. I think over on the west, I think you know, you can never rule out Seattle, dude. I think No, they, um, never. I think, you know, before uh, CCL when they were kind of in their in their slump they were kind of losing games here and there. Um, they uh, after CCL they've managed to claw themselves back into the playoff picture and that's you know that's indicative of the, of the type of squad that Seattle is. And you know last year I think when they you know lost to RSL on those penalties it was a very uh, it was a very nice thing to see but that doesn't happen very often. That, that's not going to happen every year. I think you give them another shot in the playoffs and they're going to come back and. You know, you give me a healthy Rui Diaz, they're going to be a force still. Uh, especially with Jordan yeah. Morris ball, balling out. I think Jordan Morris has had his best year ever as a member of the Sounders so far this season. Yeah, I agree. Especially him coming back. I think now he's back to what he used to be before the ACL tear. Yeah, and it's not often you see that happen. Yeah. Uh, let's move on, though. I, I like talking about the MLS in uh, in a sort of broad perspective of where everyone's at, let's take let's take a look at um, this weekend's slate. We have games tonight, uh, but by the time this goes up, it might be too late to place those wagers. Uh, so let's let's see the uh, the 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 Saturday slate here, um, and and we got a we got a Friday game as well. But all games will be happening on Saturday. Like this is a stacked, juicy. Um, kind of uh, MLS slate, man. There's so much oh, yeah. to be to be had here. Uh a lot to kind of think about. Um you want to start with the first on the one and only Friday game at 8:30 p.m. Talk about uh a uh, uh a MLS after dark matchup between the Whitecaps and Dynamo. What do you got for this one? What are you what are you thinking? Are you going to be watching this one? I mean, it's, you know, Friday night MLS. You can you can't ever miss it. Oh, dude. Once again, I am a sucker for MLS After Dark, even if the vibes are at in the early afternoon. Uh, I really 
like Vancouver here. I think after they won the Canadian Cup, there's been a nice little surge of momentum going on there. The vibes are good I, right now in Vancouver. Yeah, and I think they've signed one or two players. For sure, they got Julian Gressel, and I, I really like him as a player. Uh, I've been following him since his Atlanta days, and he really fits that uh, wing-back role that they've got going on up there really nicely. Um, right. And so... I think Vancouver, as chaotic as they can be, they might be a little bit more organized than Houston. And I don't think that te- the Texas teams travel well to the West Coast. No, I, I, I don't think so. I'm looking right now at the uh, the away XG. The, the Dynamo put up a, a healthy amount, but they also concede quite a bit. Um, they, they're one of the top five teams that concede on the road. Uh, I do think that, uh, that whether or not – I think Vancouver has always been better at home. But uh, they've had a lot of stinkers as well, man. I, I, I love Vancouver. I used to love Vancouver because they were a surprise team, but they've they've had a lot of victories now. Go one zero. Uh, they beat San, uh, Sporting one zero at home with a low XG. To, I, I think this is not the same Vancouver Whitecaps that is going to be reckless and just attack, attack, attack. I think that team is now. Honestly, I think that team is Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati has become the Vancouver Whitecaps of last year, and, and the Whitecaps just kind of have become this like r- very rigid and solid team uh, that's just going to grind out points and grind out wins. And uh, a, a win here against Houston, and and they're set to uh, they're set to kind of be on the playoff picture. I, I like the unders in this one, man. I think I think Vancouver for as much as you know in in years prior, this would be a, an easy over two and a half. The under two and a half is at plus one hundred, so I think that's a very solid line. I think uh, I think you, you um, maybe even like the uh, a goal in both halves to be scored, like probably no, um, just to kind of find out a zero zero first half. But that's just my initial take on 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 the on that, on that game. What about you? Yeah, I agree. I think it should be in the under should be could be the play because obviously. Houston just got slapped by uh, Philadelphia. Right. Um, so they might be looking to, you know, right, right the ship there, steady the ship a little bit, maybe bunker, and yeah. pray to God that they don't get scored another <laughs> touchdown on them. Yeah. But uh, it could either go both ways. It, it, it could either go they try too hard to bunker in and they just give Vancouver too much space or – Either way, I'm I'm with you on Vancouver and the unders. Could be Vancouver win and under. Yeah, and I also think even a 1-1 is not out of the question as well. No, not at all. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, we hype up an MLS after dark match and then <laughs> bet the under. Uh, as you know, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's something about Friday nights, though, that there's this kind of magic. So, I mean, this could also end 2-2. So as much as 2-2, uh, 3-3, 4-4, whatever. Uh, something tells me though, I don't want to be on the end of a zero zero again. So my main thing is I'm probably going to stay away. Yeah. I might just watch this one. Although on FanDuel Whitecaps are plus plus one twenty at home. Yeah. I do like that line too. If you want to have some money, maybe half a unit's worth it. Um, let's move on though. Cause we got a, a big slate here. Uh, initially off looking at the slate here, what is your favorite pick? Man, from a narrative standpoint, Cincinnati hosting Philadelphia. Right. And 
I'm interested to see RSL take on LAFC. That this RSL team, man, they're they're totally different than what they were last year. So yeah, they're kind of dogs. Yeah, as Pablo as, Pablo's as got an in them. As much as I hate to say it, they are definitely they do got um, that dog in them. Those RSL teams. Um, I like I really like uh, Rapids here uh, taking on Minnesota United, who are missing a lot of players. Um, mm-hmm. I'm surprised the line is at minus 150. I feel like that could have been closer to minus uh, 200, really. Maybe that's me over like flattering the Rapids a bit, but Minnesota are going to be missing Reynoso. Uh, let me check because they're going to be missing not only Reynoso, but I think they're also going to be missing Boxout and, and Laud. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what team Minnesota rolls out against the Rapids. But they are missing. They are missing some key players there. Um, Sporting Kansas City versus the Galaxy. I said in my um, in my write up that the Galaxy their win against who was it? They had just won. They had just beaten a uh, a team at home two nil. What was it? Uh, I'm I'm blanking. Oh, they beat Atlanta United two nil. Mm-hmm. But before that, they were on a three game losing streak, having lost to LAFC, San Jose, and the Rapids. They uh they got it back with Atlanta and then lost to Dallas. I think Sporting Kansas City is a uh, a solid team here to be a spoiler, and with that plus money, I think this is the the best kind of value you'll get on Sporting. Who uh, at one point were you know they they were at one point the the best team in the West for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, things change and players and injuries and whatnot, and maybe they're not deserving of that respect anymore, but. Uh, I, I I love fading the galaxy, man. I think uh, if you look at the standings, just they're um, uh, they're ninth right now. But a a team like KC coming in and beating the galaxy, allowing for teams like Vancouver and the Rapids to leapfrog them, makes a lot of sense in my opinion. Yeah, it also could be one of those easy layups because <clears throat> I mean I think Kansas City is going to want to turn it around after they lost to Sacramento Republic last right. week. Yeah. And that was that was a fun game to watch. Really great penalty shootout, but man, that not a good look for uh Vermees and SKC. Yeah, no, it was a uh a sh- I mean cuz at least if you tank the season, you always have, you know, the open cup to go to, but now you don't have that. <laughs> you crashed out, lost. And and if you saw that match, they uh they were starting to celebrate after every penalty scored. That was quite hilarious. Um, yeah, the backflip really. I started laughing. I was like, "What are you doing? You?" Because he had missed job's, it. Job's not done. He, well, he missed it. The keeper was off his line. They made him retake it, and then he did a backflip for scoring his retaken penalty. I was like, "Okay." I mean, Just... they were deserved loss there at that point. <laughs> oh yeah, one hundred percent. And then the guy hits a Penenka for Sacramento, and then does a backflip. And I said, that's, "All right, that's that's how you do. That's it, the guy. That's the guy." Yeah, that was badass. Uh, I did. I yeah. did quite like that a lot. Um, another um, kind of one I'm liking here is uh, Sounders double chance at minus one fifteen against Atlanta United. Uh, like I said, you can never doubt the uh, Sounders and them coming into this spot against. Uh, the Atlanta team, who's very toothless, as you said. I, I still don't think we've seen Atlanta's best 11. But when they're out there, when Almada, Joseph, Araujo, when they're all out there, they're not playing as a team. They're more so like trying to really force things and push things. And 
Even Sounders at plus money, 255 is a nice line. I like the Sounders at any time they're at plus money, especially at home. But on the road, I think they can definitely uh, cause some problems here for ATL. Yeah, no, I agree with that one, especially the thing about them not playing together as a team. Uh, it Double chance could be the safe play, especially since Seattle played, was it last night? Mm-hmm. Um, so it might be rotated. We might see Rui Diaz play. Um because he came on last night for 20, 30 minutes. But <clears throat> right. Yeah, double chance is safe, especially if Atlanta goes up early. They love to give leads up. They don't want to win. They just want to tie. <laughs> especially at home. Is this yeah. on, on Pineda or is this on the players? What do you think? Man, I think it could be on the players. They also have a whole bunch of injuries this year. I think – Yeah. Two Achilles tear. But, I mean, they also had – they also well, no, Miles Robinson's gone. That I also kind of, like, explains a lot. They're kind of like the Red Bulls of last year where Aaron Long, their main defensive, you know, centerpiece, passed away. Or Sorry, not passed away. Fuck. <laughs> no, my bad. Where are they, you know – Essentially, essentially. Injured. But, yeah, it's, it's – Yeah. It's wild, you know. Yeah, no, 100%. It's – I think there was a, a, a starting 11 of – guys who they have injured and it's probably the strongest starting 11 that they could field. So it makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. And I'll be looking to uh, just keep writing Seattle there uh, in, for the time being. Um, what else are you seeing from this slate? Um, Let's see. DC versus New York could be interesting. They got a nice little emotional boost there with that last minute win. Montreal versus Miami. That'll be an interesting one because Miami seems to have a little bit of a pep in their step recently with uh, Mr. Iguain coming off the yeah, bench it, it was scoring it was, goals. It was quite wild to see him score another free kick goal despite not scoring many in his European, you know, his European days. Yeah. Um, and I guess Portland-Dallas. MLS after dark, baby. Portland and Portland. Dallas doesn't really travel well out there. Is this going to be, be an, an, another under, or do you think uh, you think uh, it's going to be lights out? Because I I, I think could. you you have you know the Timbers who just scored four against Dallas who just scored one. So uh, <laughs> I'm willing to take the Timbers though at home. Oh yeah, it could be an over just solely because the Timbers, and then but Dallas could rotate their guys because we saw <clears throat> Ariola and Ferreira come in as subs and Pomacol as well. So. That could be an over one. Yeah. Um, anything else you like before we wrap it up, man? I, I do like Mason Toy to score after he missed a a great chance. So I'll be looking man, at Mason Man, I swear Toy to God. They need to, they need to list him because the one day that you called it, I really wanted to, to put some money down on him scoring, and they didn't list him. Yeah, they'll always do that. You yeah. call it, you're like, I think this guy will score, and then – it's always fitting when your friends ask, like, "Oh, what are you gonna? What do you think is gonna happen?" I'm like, "Ah, he's gonna happen, but I'm not gonna bet it." And then it happens. So, yeah, it's always wild. No, yeah, outside of that, nothing really stands out other than it, Toronto. It's a big slate in Nashville. Definitely oh, yeah. a big slate. One hundred percent. A lot to unpack. Uh, that's gonna be it from us here at Gambling Allocation Money. You can find me at Waters FC. Follow the uh, the account at Gam underscore MLS. And that's going to be it from us. You guys have a great rest of your weekend. Stay tuned to the Discord for the blog posts, and we'll see you when we see you. Bye-bye.